Listen, th- <laughs> wow. Listen, <laughs> this is not the point of our podcast. If you if you think Wii Sports is a bad game, you can you can take a hike. <laughs> you can go kick rocks. Hey, hello. Oh, hey. You, you, and I look at the camera. You too. Hello, welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, it's pan to camera. Pan to camera. Hello, it's hey video there. game podtimism. Hi, we're your new best friends for video games. We're your we're your video game buddies. We're gonna talk about video games. It's the <laughs> podcast is named Video Game Podtimism. It's the, the podcast optimist. is named Your Video Game Buddies. <laughs> It probably would have been about as good as video game Optimus. It's kind of a mouthful. Yeah. Um, uh, But yeah, that's the name of this one. Uh, It's the Optimus video game variety show where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming. And my name is Chase. Hey, I'm one of the, I'm one of your buddies. Hey, Uh, I'm David. I'm your other buddy, I guess. Hey, what's going on? Together we form Vegito. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whenever Not we even do f- like Chavid, but straight no. up Vegito. <laughs> yeah. Just transform into another person altogether. I'm okay with that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> transform into another person who is the amalgamation of two other people. <laughs> <laughs> um, We have a bit to get to. So I do want to jump in because our, our pods as of late, we just kind of say like, oh, this will be a quick little jaunt. And then we record like a two hour fucking epic. And mm-hmm. then uh, cut to me on Sunday, an hour and a half into editing, being like, why have I done this to myself? Yeah. <laughs> why have I done this? <laughs> so anyway, let's get to the thing that we do here. We talk about the video games. Hey, hey. David, have you been playing video games? I have Sick. been playing those video games. Do you want to tell me about those? Yeah. So cool. I've been playing still Forza. Yeah, I suspected so. It's kind of a longer game. It is a longer game. You're playing um, Forza Horizon 4. Forza Horizon 4. Yeah. Quite good. I'm enjoying yeah. it a lot. The graphics are really nice. The The physics are good. Yep. You know, I think we talked about it last time, forgiving, but also realistic. So so makes you feel like you're doing good um, and that you're a real race car driver when you do well. It's not on autopilot or anything. So that's still been quite a good time. Yeah. Uh, still been playing Doom Eternal. Also still a good time. Sure. Had to get that new NVIDIA GeForce whatever program on my computer to get the ray tracing to to do it right. Hell yeah, baby. Um, We're working with drivers now. I'm a real PC gamer now, Chase, (laughs) playing this on my Xbox controller. But yeah, still still quite good. Good gameplay loop. Still just can't play it for too long because it gets me nervous. Um, <laughs> the, the the demonic energy starts seeping into your hands. The gent just starts fulfilling my body with with uh, fell energy. What are they called? Yeah, argent sure. argent energy, as they say in the game. I think right. Yeah. Uh, so I can't. I just can't do it for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have also been playing Chase. Yes. Monster Train. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Just say say the name of the of the genre for me. It's a deck 
building roguelike, my dude. That's what we're all here for. <laughs> That's what it's all about, baby. <laughs> Just hearing those sweet, sweet oh, yeah. words. I've also been playing Slay the Spire. No way. You got to hit me with the one-two punch like that? <laughs> I do. Chill out. <laughs> I'm going to implode. <laughs> wow. This is a big deal. I spend yeah. a not insignificant amount of my life now <laughs> playing and talking about these kind of video games. This is mm-hmm. this is significant. I'm I'm here for it. Oh, thank God. I was so worried. It. I was so worried you're going to say these games suck. <laughs> I hate these video no, games. No. I've been I've been pretty into it. Yeah. I've been pretty into both of them. They're fun games. Yeah. I think I prefer Monster Train. It's fair. A little bit more. Yeah. It seems, I I think it's just because it's a little bit easier and I'm still kind of new to the genre. Like Slay yeah. the Spire has just been kind of kicking my butt. Monster yeah. Train, I was able to kind of get through a, uh, through the the main run after like two or three tries. Mm-hmm. Once I got the hang of the mechanics. Yeah. Slay the Spire is still just kind of beating me. It's, it's a, definitely harder, yeah. I think yeah. the level of polish, too, is definitely higher on Monster Train. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is the yeah. case. Monster Train came out, like, a, a while after Slay the Spire, and so I do wonder, like, how much of it was just a bunch of game devs being like, hey, this fucking rules. Let's do a kind of game like this, but we just have, like, resources and time to mm-hmm. actually, like, make it shiny and good. Really, Not that Slay the Spire is yeah. bad at all, but, like, it doesn't look great no yeah monster train definitely has higher res yeah uh, yeah. sprites and different cooler cooler effects as well and the tiered system of combat is pretty engaging and interesting you're talking about like on the actual train Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. we should explain like what this game is because there's probably a non-insignificant amount of people who have no fucking clue what this video game is yeah do you want to do it do you want me to do it i'll give it a crack let's see so monster train is uh as david pronounced for all to hear (laughs) A deck building roguelike wherein uh, you start a uh, a run of the game and you have a pre-built deck that you sort of combine depending on like what uh, couple of classes you choose. Mm-hmm. In Monster Train, they're like represented by like different kinds of monsters. as the Clans of monsters. Right. There's like ones that look like just prototypical demons. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like sort of more like magic based users that I think are also mm-hmm. kind of be used as like defense guys. Like uh, wood peep, woods people. Yeah. And so you can combine those and it'll start you out with different cards that you play in like rounds of combat. The actual combat is uh, you have a train. At the top of it, there's like the heart or the core i don't remember what it's called but um the pyre yes exactly uh and that has a a life force there are enemies that are spawning at the bottom of the train and they're trying to make their way up to the top of your pyre um to hit it and kill it and so your job is to like put enough dudes in front of it that will kind of strategically fight these monsters off you have like spells that you can Mm -hmm. use and shit as well and so the the draw of the game is that as you continue through and continue fighting different levels that the monsters will get increasingly harder. And so you kind of have to like adapt the way that you do that is that after every battle, you can uh, draft new cards that are potentially better and more than likely better than the ones that are in mm-hmm. your base deck. And uh, there's also some like there's like a small little economy thing where you can buy like, you know, permanent buffs or anything like that. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, yeah, just like Duplicate different cards mecha- or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's sort of wrinkles and all of that but that's sort of the base experience um and then if you lose you go back to the beginning with some meta progress in monster train there's a little bit there mm-hmm. but the 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 core of the game is that you'll restart with that base deck again and then be able to draft new cards to sort of like try another run and it's uh, um, it's quite fun <laughs> what what do you enjoy about these games because i suspect that's probably different than what i'm getting out of them i think so 
Yeah. My I like to do combos and I like to yeah. get value out of my mm-hmm. cards. Mm-hmm. I think those are the two big things that get me going. So like the the rogue deck in Slayless Spire, whoever it is. The silent, I think. Poison, and like you get different cards activate if you've played cards that are worth zero this turn <laughs> or like, yeah. yeah, I love, I've, I've always wanted to play. I think really what it is, is that it lets me fulfill my, my combo love in Hearthstone without actually yeah. having to pay like $5,000 to get the cards <laughs> that I need to do it. Or just play a hundred games and you get the <laughs> one where you do the cool combo. Yeah. I get to do the cool combo and uh, some 12 year old isn't talking shit to me the whole time while I'm yeah. trying to pull it off. Well played. Yeah. Oh God. Nightmares. Um, <laughs> so I think that's one of the big things I like about, love about it. I can just kind of dick around and do cool things and try, like try to do cool things yeah. and also still try to win. And then I also like the upgrading aspect of it mm-hmm. where I can upgrade certain cards. And I'm thinking more, I think on monster train on this yeah. one you can just like upgrade the shit out of a certain card and get insane value out of it where it's like yeah. it used to be like a uh, like one mana card that does like 10 damage or something like that just to yeah. one person but you can upgrade or do like damage to everybody it costs zero you can duplicate <laughs> it then a couple times and have a bunch in your deck yeah and just just power people insane value on your cards which yeah I, I enjoy that i enjoy value enjoy a good value i definitely get the like combo appeal because i think it's both of those games really thrive on making it fun immediately but then the draw and the promise is always like you'll run into a combo at some point that you're like oh my god that was really really useful or like really mm-hmm. kicked somebody's ass and then either how could i tweak that to maybe do that differently or how do i do that again exactly yeah And so like the promise of you could really be overpowered at some point is really fun in the same way that when you run up on like a really interesting boon in Mm -hmm. Hades, like the game doesn't bite back. Like you just might be overpowered for that run. And that's really fun. Like it is them just letting you do that of like, yeah, you're just going to beat the shit out of this run because Mm -hmm. you drafted some good cards is totally cool that they're like, yeah, it's fine because it's not this like progression that's going to last you the whole game. It's going to last you probably another 20 to 30 minutes and then you'll start over again. Mm -hmm. And so, so it doesn't take away from the draw of the entire game, which I think is probably not the entire reason, but partially why this genre is so popular Mm. is because you can tune for runs rather than for tuning an entire game, which is really fucking hard to do. Yeah. Like you have no clue of like what experience level somebody's going to be 50 hours into a video game. Like that's really hard to know unless you're really tuning the enemy levels and shit versus like you can play test monster train in an hour you know Mm. like you can play the whole conceptually a whole run of the game and then that's it at that point you're just tuning meta progression of like how quickly am i unlocking new cards how quickly am i unlocking new monsters and that's again also something it's like you know you can test that you can feel out like what feels good and so i think like it it lends itself to almost more indie development where somebody doesn't have a team of qa testers they have like the developers and like 10 of their friends and then Mm -hmm. that's kind of it yeah or um (laughs) In the case of, uh, oh God, what's the name of the game? Hold on. Vault of the Void. Mm. Do something like that where it comes out in early access and like the game is very much like competent and well put together, but like you can get feedback from people and see yeah. like, is this good? Do you guys like this? Does it feel fair? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I love this kind of thing. Totally agree with the combo message there. I love doing the combos. It feels feels good. Like I got 10 cards in my hand. I'm going to use them all just to destroy you. There's a, uh, there's a achievement that I've never gotten in Slay the Spire where I think it's like you have to end your game with three cards in your deck. 
and I'm always tempted to to get there. And the game, what you just you just have three cards, and you only play those three cards. Exactly. Yeah. Whoa. Like there's a world where you could make a deck where it's like you have three cards. One of them is like draw a card. Mm-hmm. Another one is an attack, and another one's like a draw or something where it's just kind of like looping over on itself. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like uh, relics that you can use to get like a shitload of energy over time. Mm. And so like that sort of stuff is very compelling yeah. <laughs> to be like, oh man, how can I make this work? You can do it, Chase. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yeah, it's great. Report back next week. <laughs> Let's hear it. Like I need another obsession. I've been playing so much fucking Grifflands, dude. I have a problem with these video games. Grifflands, huh? Yeah. I don't mention it on the show, but I play Grifflands is now my before bed deck building roguelike has dethroned slay the spire i've just played slay the spire to death i've played so much of that game <laughs> it's still fun don't get me wrong but grifflands has more ore for me to uh, to to mine out of it it's a little deeper yeah little deeper well no not necessarily i just haven't played it nearly as much sure there's still cards fr- unlocked. a fresh mine <laughs> yeah sick do you have a what, what other thoughts do you have on these games i'm privy to learn i'm excited to explore more of them i definitely see yeah. why the switch has a lot of them because it's kind of the perfect yeah. thing to have on the switch and i'm just kind of impressed by the the depth of mechanics that go in these games mm-hmm. they're they're pretty complex but accessible which is hard to do so i applaud yeah. i applaud the developers for a job well done i think you know i was yeah. able to just really just jump in and play and, you know just with my experience with hearthstone before i think it just made it really simple but mm-hmm. even then i don't think it would have been too hard to kind of understand what was going on no and i think a lot of these games do a really good job rewarding you for experimentation they're just like yeah just get in there fuck it up like it <laughs> doesn't matter if you if you die on the first level you've lost five minutes like yeah there's no problem with dying and then you get to try something else like it's, it's just immediately rewarding yeah. yeah so yeah i do love that they allow for experimentation and kind of encourage it wow i can't believe that you're playing these video games this is <laughs> this is gonna change the, the whole here, vibe Chase. of the podcast after a year and a half of this cast <laughs> you finally got me to play one of these games oh my god at long last <laughs> finally i wasn't even uh, my my worst fear was that i would push for you to play these and then you'd again like i said just be like (laughs) going against the entire ideology of our podcast you'd come in here and say this fucking stinks i'm not friends anymore (laughs) i can't be friends with someone who likes these games i'm gonna dunk on these video games and then stop the podcast yeah, it's only it's only um, Earthworm Jim and Sega Genesis X Men for me now. Oh man, painful. <laughs> Sick. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying. It. I'm interested to see kind of your arc with these games. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I got these. They're both on Game Pass, so yeah. it's just very low barrier of entry. So I was like, ah, might as well. Yeah, I mean, shot. those are two of the best good. ones, to be fair. Like, yeah, a lot of people like both of those and sort of point to them and say like these are very good examples of the genre. So it's certainly not a bad place to start. Good to know. What else have you been playing? Uh, that's really. Big it uh what have you been playing i have been playing some video games a little bit fewer uh but more more concise this week Mm -hmm. i finally at long last beat the first level of slay or the last spell not splay the spire nice it is uh in early access and so it turns out that that is the only level that is out there right now Mm. which is fine because i played this game for like 40 fucking hours and really really got up in there damn it is very good it's very satisfying very fun i felt like i was like getting pretty dang good at the game after a certain point and like the meta progression was definitely sort of pushing me that direction um Mm -hmm. the uh actually i won't i won't spoil it it's still very early access so i don't want to give too much away but um it's uh it was really fun like i'm 
definitely interested to see like what they do with this game sort of post early access and post alpha because mm-hmm. like they get I they could probably just keep doing levels and like kind of upping the difficulty but I you know I'm interested to see like are they going to keep the town layout the same because at this point it's just like a square that you're defending sure. It'd be interesting to see like if you had maybe two of those like in the same spot like how to how to do that right or whatever like you know th- there's just a lot of things I imagine you could do to sort of twist it to make it different from level to level yeah so that was cool i I quite enjoyed it i'm probably gonna put it on ice until it's like Mm. out completely just because yeah just because i again i played so much of it that like Mm -hmm. may need to hold off on it so yeah that one was fucking good uh i have also been playing pokemon unite oh the moba the new pokemon moba the multiplayer online battle arena are you a Charizard main? I am currently an Alolan Ninetales main. That's my Alolan that's my giant. Ninetales. Yeah, very very. I feel very good about Ninetales. Ice tails. Um, Ice tails. Yeah, I'm I'm maining Dragon Tails. No, uh, I am. Uh, yeah, it's so a MOBA for maybe somebody who hasn't played with us. Like I said, multiplayer online battle arena. What that means in practice is that it's usually a five on five game where there are lanes that you go to in like Mm -hmm. a neutral space and then try and push into um, other people's bases to like beat them games like this are dota uh league of legends Mm -hmm. uh heroes of the storm Storm. blizzards uh attempt at that also league wild rift for the for mobile um, that came Mm. out i think earlier this year so uh yeah it is uh pretty fun i think again we were talking about this last week about games that are like made for us this game feels pretty made for me like (laughs) i already love dota i already play way too much dota Uh and i also like pokemon so like i'm kind of in from the jump Yep. It uh it's it, it's like pretty competent. I think that uh the changes that they've made in this one are interesting enough. So uh per per normal MOBA stuff, it's five on five. Um people choose uh different Pokemans and you can either go in the top lane, the bottom lane, or uh kind of fuck around in the jungle in the middle. Mm-hmm. You uh gain levels uh pretty quickly by killing like neutral monsters. So there's just like other Pokemon scattered around the map that you You murder for experience? There's like a Pokeball um that shows up whenever you beat them so conceptually they're being caught but Mm. who knows but uh yeah you just go beat up on these tiny little pokemon and you get experience and sort of level up uh it's one of my favorite things is that a lot of the pokemon start in their base forms so Mm. nine tails starts as a vulpix and then at a certain Mm. level you evolve into a nine tails which is like that's my shit that feels pretty good (laughs) especially if you're a three three tiered evolution like mm. a little ghastly starting as one of those mm. get into a haunter and then a gengar that's fucking cool love how that. do you how do you, you just be, gain more experience yeah so the more neutrals you kill the more like experience you get to level up gotcha the way that um in this is in contrast to a lot of other mobas the the point of the game is not necessarily to get into the other people's base and destroy it mm-hmm. um, but rather to score points on the other team the way that you do that is uh you go and kill these little neutrals and you get like little pokemon points for doing that mm-hmm. and then you'll go to one of their like in in other mobas would be called towers they're just like little spots on the map yeah and you go and like do a dunk on the tower with your pokemon points you dunk on it you i mean you literally dunk on it there's a hoop and you put your pokemon points through it <laughs> um which like is cool. actually kind of sick i love that being like a pikachu and just running up on it and dunking a ball like that feels that feels pretty good i like that dunkachu <laughs> dunkachu and uh that's dunkin donuts new mask <laughs> dunkachu. 
It's just Pikachu, but he has a hole in the middle. <laughs> oh, so God. He's a donut. <laughs> he's a donut. I was just going to put him in a Duncan outform. 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 Interesting. This is my outform only. <laughs> you may see my inform if you find my true form. Peachum, perhaps Peachmos. Peachumos. Peachmos? Yeah, whatever Whatever the Bloodborne version of Pikachu is. Oh, Peachmos. I thought you were saying like Princess Peach. I was very confused. Okay, so the twist on that <laughs> formula. What was that reaction to Princess Peach? I was just trying to... Uh, my, my brain was wandering off. I had to reel it back in. Um... <laughs> So the the twist on this formula is I think is pretty interesting because killing or yeah I guess killing is the only word in these games uh killing the other team is like a critical part of the game and like it is in this one too but you're not necessarily getting like really rewarded for get, for killing somebody if the opposing team rolls up, does a really good dunk on one of your towers, mm-hmm. and then runs away and you kill them. There's not really a lot of value in that other than like kind of having some space to go do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, you know, Dota or League or something like that, you would get uh, money to buy better items and shit and thereby like further your lead. But it seems like this game lives a lot more on your experience and your level difference with other people. Like one level can be the difference between losing or winning a fight. Mm. And so it seems the management of when and how you're attacking these like neutral Pokemon is a lot more significant than it would be in the other games. It's still very important, like the way you get gold in Dota and Mobar's last hitting to like kill the neutrals and kill your little lane monsters. But yeah, it's a little bit reduced in this one to the point where like you really do need to be working on like okay, I've killed all the neutrals I can right now. Now is a good time Mm -hmm. to go fight and Mm -hmm. then come back and do it some more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if if you're the opposing team, it it behooves you to interrupt that, to go and fuck with people while they're fighting neutrals. You are behooved. You are behooved to go uh, kill a Gengar. Mm. So it's interesting. Uh, It, I think like as somebody who plays a lot of these, it is just fun to kind of see like what what is happening here as far as like the gameplay goes mm-hmm. and then how are people adapting to it? Mm. Um, like how how are people sort of playing out the meta? Yeah. So how's like, the meta progressing? Yeah. Because I mean, like at launch and even still like it, it can be an absolute blowout a lot of the time. Like people mm-hmm. don't necessarily know that you need to score points. And so like there's been a couple times where it's like 500 to zero, you know, like just the team did not focus on what needed to be done mm-hmm. and therefore like just a, they, they scored really poorly. And so there's those games and you know, that happens on my end too. where like, I just felt like I could get no points in at all. Mm. They're just doing a really good job of kind of zoning out every other player. And so, you know, minor shifts in how you play definitely are having a big effect. Like on Friday, really nobody was sort of in what, what would be called that like the center jungle zone. Nobody was really in there that that I was seeing. And then suddenly today, like you'll find at least like a couple of games a day, somebody will go in there and come out fucking huge, just strong. (laughs) And so you're like, okay, maybe we need to send somebody in to like get bigger so that they can come and help out on like fights Mm -hmm, in the middle mm -hmm. of the game. So yeah, there's just, it's interesting to see kind of how that's playing out because it's not like a settled deal at this point. Sure. Um, It is a little janky around the edges like uh-huh. you played Pokemon Go when it came out. Like, yeah, there's a little bit of, of of rust on the edges of that game in in kind of a similar way here, where like some of the sound effects are kind of weird, and like mm. the music, like the, there is just one song <laughs> that plays when really? you're playing the game. So I just immediately oh, I was no. like, I have to turn this off. Like yeah. menus not always responding to your thing, and like it'll just kind of get locked up sometimes. And like mm-hmm. I, you know, it's it's a fucking early video game. I don't really give a shit, but I think that there's a lot of room for them to like 
expand and do more with this game. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like Overwatch did when they were still kind of still testing it out and being like, what do we do with this game? Whereas like, you know, the all the all this like quality of life and UX stuff that they did was like so significant. Even like the play of the game stuff. I feel like mm-hmm. a play of the game recap in this game would be really cool. Yeah. Because sometimes just like you do these crazy plays where like you kill like four other of their like opposing team members at once by just timing your ultimate correctly. Ooh. So it's, Feels good, it can. Man. Yeah, it does. So like there's there's a lot of strategy there that's actually pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm going to keep playing this like I'm definitely they've got me looped in. I've already bought the fucking battle pass like an idiot. Because <laughs> like I need to unlock more pants for my avatar. Like it's I'm an imbecile. But who decided uh, that battle pass is the name? Um, where did that It was start? in Dota for a while. The battle pass Dota. was in Dota for a while. And I think with the success of Fortnite, Fortnite was doing a battle pass. And then it was uh-huh. like, everybody knows what this word means. Yeah, it became the thing. Yeah, I think so. So I, I'm not actually sure who's the originator though. Cause it was called like a season pass for a while. I feel like it that was, was kind of the, yeah. the verbiage, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep playing. I'll let you know how my either addiction or evacuation goes from this game. How's the community? Are they nice? Um, yeah. I mean like it's definitely a, a Nintendo game. There's not a lot of room to be like toxic to one another. Sure. You can't, you can't like voice chat. You can't type into the game like there's predetermined things that makes a big difference and it's also (laughs) the chat's a little hard to use so you're not like you would kind of have to duck out of the game for a second and like go and select like i need help or defending here for it to really be useful a lot of the time it's just like people actually trying to communicate like help me or let's go kill zapdos or something zapdos yeah it's like zapdos shows up like kind of towards the end of the game and if you kill it or i guess capture it then you get like a pretty significant buff. Ooh. Yeah. So there's there's stuff you got to manage like that. There's some other burbs. There's some other burbs. Yeah. So the community's not that bad. Not yet, at least. I assume that there's probably a lot of like children playing this. Sure. So it's uh, I can't a little more under control. A little bit more under control. You don't want it to be terrible. So I'm I'm hoping it doesn't get terrible. I'm hoping like the well played doesn't ever show up in this fucking video game. Although I'm sure it will. Never say never. Yeah, it'll happen. The final game that I've been playing this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a whole lot of it was uh, this game called Death's Door. Ooh. Wait, I've seen, I've heard of this. It's recent. This game came out last week. Yeah. I have played and beaten it. It's not oh. super long. Very good too. But what is it? This is like a uh, kind, kind of isometric, like a top down kind of adventure game. Mm-hmm. This was the first time I had seen this was at E3, like a month ago. Um, mm. They showed it a lot at, I think it was Day of the Devs. And I was like, hey, Day this looks like exactly my shit. Mm-hmm. It's this sort of over, uh, not over the shoulder, but top down um, adventure game in kind of a Zelda-ish fashion mm-hmm. um, where you play as a little bird uh, mm. who has a sword and you're going around and you're the conceit initially was just like you're you're working for essentially a group of other crows that go around and like reap souls right Um, okay you have to shepherd people from here to the afterlife and uh yeah they didn't show a lot other than just like here's what the combat looks like and here's what the art style looked like and i was like Mm -hmm. yes please i'll take two came out last week and it's i can confirm very good a very good video game death store so there's a lot of influences that it's drawing from and i think you know if you play this you'll kind of notice them but not not in a bad way uh just to sort of like contextualize what this game is mm-hmm. it's definitely zelda in sort of those top-down old school sort of ways yeah. uh there's an overworld and you have to sort of go into these like dungeons and fight different beasts and solve a bunch of puzzles and a uh-huh. lot of the times the puzzles are 
tailored around a certain weapon that you'll get through or, or a certain tool or item that you'll get through about halfway through a dungeon. Uh-huh. You know, like a, a hook shot or something like that. Sure. So there's that. It, it's got a little bit of hyper light drifter just in the way that it looks. Like I think there's kind of a, a similar visual style. It's not quite as like neon or um, sort of like 80s retro futurism sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. the the combat and the way the sword swings looks pretty hyper light driftery. Okay. It feels like physically feels a lot like Bastion, just the way that the game okay. sort of like controls, um, like the dodge roll feels very Bastion-y. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing with how you get different weapons in it and the similar sort of thing of how the weapons all feel pretty different and, you know, essentially how you're supposed to leverage those to fight, which feels great. Like I, I, I gotta say the combat just feels really, really good. Um, the dodge roll feels exactly how long it should. Yeah. Um, and you have invincibility frames for exactly how long you should. Like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. definitely a game feel thing. And it's, I, it's fucking hard to do. Cause like, you know, do you just set invincibility for however long that animation is running or like, uh-huh. do people perceive that they shouldn't have gotten hit after you finish the roll and shit like that? So yeah. it, it, I feel like that's a really hard thing to hit, but they did it. I've, I've seen people compare some of this to dark souls hmm. and I think some of it's in there, but it's, this game draws from Dark Souls in a similar way to in the way that Hollow Knight did. Sure. Where and it, I think even less so, but but the the main thing that it's pulling from I think is the world building. Mm-hmm. The world is like not hollow or empty, but like kind of like cursed almost. Like the cursed lands world. feel very like forbidden in a way. Sure. And so like that that part of it's really cool, and the way that Dark Souls and Hollow Knight too tells a story with just like what the world looks like. Mm-hmm. I think is pretty significant and like does does a really good job of uh, setting it up for the player and showing you like what what this world is without, you know, hello, tiny crow. I am the I'm the (laughs) owl who's going to tell you what this world is and all that sort of shit. Zelda on blast right now. Uh, so there's, there's that, uh, I think that like, you know, it's, it's hard in a way that is similar to dark souls, but it doesn't punish you that badly for dying in the way that dark souls does, right? Like you don't lose your meta progression points when you, when you do that. And so, you know, it's, it's punishing in the way that like, it's hard, but in places like there, there were only a few times where I was, you know, really stuck and like kind of had to focus to beat somebody. Sure. But yeah, uh, it's visually striking in a couple of places. Like they do a lot of work with just like the visuals of the game, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the like hub that you go back and forth to the like headquarters of this like crow organization that you work for. It's all in like black and white and shit and just like looks beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. Also the music, David, my Good music. goodness, the music is just fucking phenomenal. All right. I We're need big on to, music on this podcast. So. A real, for whatever reason, we didn't set out to do that. But uh, Happy it's, accident. Yeah, it's definitely a part of it. So let me let me give you a little preview. This is the the music for the hub world. This is your, your crow organization. That's a vibe. It's fucking good. Give it until a minute, though. At at one minute, it, it kind of picks up. Yeah. It has a lot of this, like, orchestral music in a way that, like, I found is utilized really well. I definitely feel like a supernatural crow at work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's not overly dour, either. No. 
No, it's not like sinking into that, that sad, that sadness. The horn. Mm. This horn, every time I heard it, gave me big um, uh, Traverse Town vibes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. Same horn, same key-ish, I think. <laughs> Just this whole song is kind of Kingdom Hearts-y, honestly. A little bit, yeah. It's definitely got a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> vibe to it. It's like bittersweet, almost. That's Kingdom Hearts, baby. Yeah. So, anywho, uh, this, uh, the, the music in it is just fucking phenomenal throughout. Like, mm-hmm. not only are, like, specific songs very good, but they play with, like, this, I can't remember if it's, like, a three or four tone, like, motif throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a certain little run on the piano that they use over and over and over again, like, through different parts of the game. And, like, I just fucking love it when any piece of media does musical motifs. Uh, a piece of a song that they keep coming back to under different contexts. Like, Oh yeah. I just, it's so fucking useful and powerful. I have no idea why people don't do it more often. Keeps things moving. Well, you can like, you can speak to the tone of a scene so well, if you're just like recontextualizing the like single run that you have, like if you play it in a different key or you play at a different speed or with a different instrument or something like that, like Mm -hmm. it all serves to, characterize like what's going on in the moment yeah oh my god i just i found it so effective like there were so many points in the game where i was like i'm just gonna hang out in this room for a second while the music continues to play um because it's all just so fucking good it like i'm not sure like what was going on what what was in the water but um the composer i think it's david fenn it was it was crushing it 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 feels very very good yeah no really good really good music um i was thoroughly impressed with that Mm mm-hmm I think game soundtracks have a tendency, and I think this is happening like kind of more as games develop, mm-hmm. to not have sort of like a theme or, like I was saying, these like bits of music that they come back to over and over again. Yeah. I think you find that more in games that are a little bit older. I'm not sure if that's just maybe where the fucking music industry was at at the moment, but like I don't remember a lot of music from huge games, you know, like there's probably a theme to Nathan Drake, but I don't know what it is. I couldn't hum it for you. It's true. Not that that's what makes a good piece of music, but like, I think I enjoy the kind of music like this, where it's very much like adding to the the tone rather than supporting it. Mm-hmm. Like usually in big games like that, and you know, same thing in like uh, Last of Us or something like that. I feel like the music is usually serving to enhance whatever scene you're in rather than adding to it. Sure. The 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 crow headquarters could be very like depressing and dour Mm -hmm. um it's all it's in black and white all the characters are kind of like distant and when you talk to them uh also there's a crow named ball plart ball plart (laughs) uh which i i respect the gumption for being able to do this uh but that that area could be very like depressing but with the music adding to it it creates this sort of like other feeling that wouldn't be there if you just looked at one of them it's only in the combination of the two that it like really makes sense and like sure. really hits home. And so I, I, yeah, I just fucking love that. They gotta be together. So anyway, uh, beat it. It was very, it was concise. Like I felt like it really didn't do anything more than it needed to or wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, the story was pretty fucking good. Like told the whole story. Oh yeah. You know, had some things to say about the nature of death and living and sort of like moving from one generation to the next and how that 
can affect things mm-hmm. and like how someone's intent can be sort of warped over years. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought it was fucking good. Like if, if you have a chance, you should get it. Cool. It's a good video game. Oh, it sounds interesting. Yeah. Anyway, this will bring me to my pontimistic thing, which I didn't write down. Uh oh. Um, there was this uh, article posted on Kotaku where uh, the author uh, Zach Swizen, I think, is that mm-hmm. his He had uh, posted an article about uh, I played those zombie games following you around on the internet, so you don't have to. Yeah. Do you know those like kind of shitty looking ad video games that they'll show you if you're playing like an actual mobile game and in between them they'll show you an ad for like some other video game something you don't get give a shit about (laughs) yeah and oftentimes looks like a very weird video game and like more often than not i'm convinced like there's no way this is what the actual video game looks like like they're (laughs) they're showing you a very fancy ad that i'm sure once i download it will not look like that at all and yeah. I'm always curious, but like, yeah, it's like, it's like E3's past. It's Killzone style. <laughs> yeah. Like what, what actually happens in this video game? I would like to see that. Anyway, he had written an article about that where he just played all these games and sure enough, a lot of them are just Peggle, but mm-hmm. with a zombie skin on them. Uh, yeah. I just found it so, <laughs> so delightful. I love when people like kind of root around in the weird parts of the internet mm-hmm. like any of those articles where they're like hey i went and clicked on an ad that says like you know you can make a million dollars doing this and i tried to find where it led me to <laughs> like what scam is actually underneath this the brave few or like i will surrender <laughs> yeah. my ip address to this yeah or like my computer like i'll just let it die yeah. whatever it may be <laughs> if it dies it dies <laughs> internet explorers Truly. Yeah, this is the real meaning of Internet Explorer. <laughs> uh, David, do you have something fueling your sense of optimism this week? I do. What is it? It's a sweet combo. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Love a combo. I'm assuming you're talking about it under the context of a deck building roguelike. A deck building roguelike. Ooh, you can use all the cards in your hand because you got some extra mana, energy, whatever it is that you got turn. some juice, yeah. You got some of your cards that activate some of your other cards that get a buff mm-hmm. for some of your characters who are then going to tack the shit out of somebody Ooh, hell yeah it's good feels good when you can just power power someone and you know of course combos and like fighting games combos in uh like god of war when you pull off a sweet combo Ooh, feels do you have a do do when you're thinking of a combo in a fighting game what do you think of like what's the first one that comes to mind probably something from budokai oh interesting honestly yeah hell yeah those are the ones that's the one that i actually started to try to do combos in but yeah, the one, the ones that stick out. Those were so basic, though. They're just like, here's how you do the Buster Cannon. <laughs> it's like four buttons in a row, and then you do Buster Cannon, and you feel cool, <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah, that's I it. liked how they handled combos in the game. It was awfully simple. Like yeah. you didn't have to do a lot to get there. Yeah, I'm not a huge fighting game person in particular, mm-hmm. but and I'm not talking about like actual combos. I guess you'd call them strings. I think is what they call them when it's a combo that is not something that you can uh like not get out, out of, of. Yeah, yeah. yeah so i guess in, in fighting games i guess to do more strings so that's <laughs> you've, the, you've played a fair amount of smash brothers which i think counts as maybe a fighting game that's true it does count as a fighting game it's at fighting game competitions it's not like the traditional like street fighter or like marvel versus capcom or like mm. a guilty gear or something but it mm. is certainly in the same yeah, yeah you're right it's at evo like <laughs> It, Mario's it up counted. tilt. That's my favorite combo. Oh man, the the up Just tilt where he does stuck. the little like yeah the the, the upward little tiny punching. uppercut, tiny uppercut. Yeah. 
that one felt great any <laughs> combo where you can conceivably spike someone at the end of it in smash brothers is like really my shit that's your favorite thing I, one of your favorite things mm. in gaming i think is when you spike somebody absolutely absolutely it's the best <laughs> feeling in the world especially if it's the last kill of the game it Fucking is divine god <laughs> I, I reach nirvana whenever that happens i you ascend sure, to a higher sure plane do. yeah <laughs> you stop being chase albie and you become something someone else chut buttby i'm chut, pretty sure you become chut buttby it's true <laughs> that is definitely when chut comes out it's donkey kong anyways um, well, hell yeah do you want to move on to our main thing yeah let's do it David, I have a secret segment that you didn't know about. Secret segment? Secret segment coming wee-woo, in hot. Wee-woo, wee-woo. Um, It is not the secret segment that we will do next week. That's a different secret segment. There's another secret segment? There's another one next week. Do we need a stinger this for this? Week. The secret stinger? Um, I think we may have one. It may just be the Smash Bros. like fighter incoming oh, sound. You're right. <laughs> I've got a secret segment. So the next two segments, the ones that we're about to do, uh-huh. both have to do with the Olympics. Yes. The the one we're going to do in a moment, we're going to count on some uh, our favorite Olympic, not Olympic, favorite sports games in honor of the Olympics. Yes. Not all of these things are at the Olympics, but still. At the 2020 Tokyo opening ceremony, uh-huh. they used video game music as the like background music for a lot of it. Really? They sure did. Oh man! And uh, there's there's a there's a little list here. It's not huge, but it's it's there. I was hoping that we could uh, play a song for you, uh-huh. and you can see if you can guess it. See if you can understand which song it'll it'll be. Okay, I'm on the hot seat. <laughs> You're in the hot seat, hot David. Seat. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna play these songs. Okay. I think you have a fair chance of getting maybe like three or four of them. How many are there? It's it's uh, about ten, ten or thirteen or so. All right. It's tough. I see, I see your these, faith in me. I see your faith in me, Chase. It's uh, genuinely, I would have no fucking clue where these are from, for All most right. of them. All right. Okay, let me, let me know if you can hear this okay. That's just This is the first one. It isn't. Wait. I don't know if you've played that- one of these games. Oh my god, dude, that sounds so goddamn familiar. Yeah, is it dragon? I mean, you know, is it, um, oh god, um, oh, with the slimes? What's the name of the game, David? Oh god. <laughs> no, it's, um, you were so close. Dragon's Lair? No, not Dragon's Lair. Is the name of Dragon Tail? No, that's the show. What is the name of this game? I think I just played Dragon Age. No, no that's the Dragon Bioware Age. one. That's the Bioware one. Oh my god. Oh, I just played the demo for one of them. When you go out on one of these, it's like this grand tale. There's mystery, there's danger. It starts with a Q. Quest. That is Dragon Quest Roto's theme. You are correct. Dragon David. Quest. I knew it was the one with the slimes. Everybody knows. I got that yeah, one I, right. That's a point for David. You said dragon pretty early on, so I'm going to give you half a point for that one. I knew the game. Just couldn't remember remember the the actual yeah. the 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 following of of what after came after dragon. For sure. <laughs> um, okay, so let's uh, let's move on to the next one here. Okay.
Do you know? It's Final Fantasy, right? Yes, it is Final yeah. Fantasy. It's got to be the Final victory, Fantasy. The victory, fin- <laughs> the, uh, victory <laughs> fanfare. <laughs> yeah, classic. Yeah, it's classic. Um, this next one, you won't get. Because it's a game I had never played or really heard of. David, this is, of course, Tales of Zestiria. Zestiria? Yes. Sori's theme, The Shepherd. Uh, I know there's a the Tales series, but I never would have guessed that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, me neither. Um, I don't know if you've played these games, so we'll see. I wouldn't have gotten this, for sure. You can, you can take a guess, but like I, I will take no points from Legend of Mana. No, it's uh, actually Monster Hunter: Proof of a Hero. Uh, okay, yeah, I never played yeah. any Monster Hunter games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next one, I think you have a good chance of getting this one. Let's hear it. I will say your hint for this one very on brand given where it's being played not Tokyo but the Olympics fuck (laughs) for some reason the only thing I think of is Kingdom Hearts that's because you're right, Dave. It is. This is Kingdom Hearts. This is the Olympus Coliseum. I was about to say this is. I feel like I'm on Olympus. Okay, good. You I'm not, it, I'm not crazy. <laughs> um, okay, we've got a series here that I think are going to be pretty tough. All right, let's hear it. I would be shocked if you got this. I, like, I've played this game a lot, and I had no idea. Is it um, some JRPG? I mean, you're right about that. <laughs> Take a shot in the darks. Just uh, just guess a JRPG. See which one it is. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> Not a bad guess. It is Chrono Trigger. This is Frog's theme. Chrono Trigger. Okay. Okay. The next one. I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you. It's Ace Combat. Ace Combat? I didn't know, I didn't know Ace Combat had a soundtrack, David. Like You loved <laughs> Ace Combat. Did I? I thought you loved Ace Combat when we were younger. I mean, I may have played them, but my my excitement about this game is pretty low. Yeah, kind of a kind of a bop though. I was into it this. Kind of, for a second, I was like, "Is this Pirates of the Caribbean?" Yeah, <laughs> it's got a similar vibe. There's a few more here that I think the, the we're we're through sort of the tough midsection. Okay, okay, let's hear what else we got. If I give you the name of the song, you'll know exactly what it's from. I don't want it, Ben. Give me a second here. Okay. Might have given it away there. Is this Earthbound? No. No. 
the name of the track is Starlight Zone. I don't, I don't know. This is a Sonic the Hedgehog bop, my friend. Sonic Zone. Yep. Ah, bastard. Yep. Almost had him. Um, okay, let's let's check the next one. I don't know if you're going to know this song specifically, but I think you might get it just from kind of the instrumentation that they use. Lots of drums. Give it a sec. Tropical vibe. Oh, is this? Is this near automata? This is near, my friend. This Song is near. of the Ancients. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna count that. You got near. I love. Got I it. love the near music. It definitely has. It's a, very, it very has good. a vibe to it. It's it's the the vocalization. Like yeah, it's it's something else. Okay, the final one. We've made it. Okay, let's do it. This one's kind of tough to pull out, I will say. Uh-huh. Have I played this as well? Yes, you have. Let me start it over and let me, like, say some words that I don't think are actually in the game, but will kind of clue you in. Okay. Two souls locked uh, in battle. Nah, see, it's Soul Calibur. It is Soul Calibur, yeah. yes. <laughs> you had to do was say two souls and I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a dude who starts talking whenever this music comes up. That may be actually the verbiage from it. I'll pull it up and see if that's it or not. I'm pretty sure it is. Well done. Well done, David. You got you got more than I was kind of expecting. I at there's least some got toughies three. I at least got three that were pretty good. Uh, you got three. I'll, uh, as, as a present, I'll get you something real cool for your birthday. <laughs> I'm gonna be a big boy. Yes, you are. Um, okay, secret segment over. Wow, that was fun. Um, but let's get to the actual real segment. Okay. Which is, like we were saying, we, in honor of the Olympics, big, 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 uh, the the big games where they come together. The big every, games. Uh. Everybody in every four years comes together and says, let's do a cool sport together and see Except who, Russia, you're not invited. Except Russia. And is North Korea at these games? I don't know if they are. I, I haven't feel like they're probably, seen them, but... yeah. I feel like them and like stepping on Japanese soil might be kind of a, a weird look. Probably. Given how many rockets they were firing over Japan. Yeah. Uh, different podcasts. Uh, anyway, we were uh, going to count down our, our top five favorite sports games in honor sports. of the Olympics. I, a notable non, non-sportsman, like not super into sports. Only I like one a, of us here has actually played a sport at a any sort of competitive level chase and that's you wow that was the twist i was not expecting that is that <laughs> is the a truth, true fact <laughs> i'm not convinced that what i did on the baseball team in high school is considered playing sports but <laughs> i was you on were the team. sports adjacent yeah I, <laughs> uh, um so uh, yeah, we are going to count down our, our top five sports games. This list is loose, I'll say. Like, I, I definitely thought about this the past few days, but like, mm-hmm. I am I'm convinced that uh, in three or four weeks, I will awaken in the middle of the night and be like, oh fuck, in a cold sweat. I, yeah, I forgot Forza Motorsport. 
Are we um, counting that as sports? I didn't. I didn't okay. count racing games. Racing is uh, different than I think different category game wise. Yeah, there's enough of them that I think I would want to split it out. So no, I didn't yeah. include any racing. Okay, okay good. Car motor sports, Ooh. I should say. So yeah, let's let's do that. So to to table set a little bit, how did you make your list? Um, is this best sports games? Is it these are the sports games you enjoyed the most? My personal favorites. Okay, that's where I was too. Yeah, that's. I think so that's I, all you can do. You can't be like this is objectively the yeah. best. Yeah. So it's it's gonna, definitely going to be based on our taste. And so like, yeah, don't be mad. Yeah. Sorry, favorite. sorry, hockey and baseball games. I don't really and, play and you. FIFA. I'm sorry, and FIFA. That's just not my jam. They're great yeah. games. I have fun when I play them with other people, but I don't play them on my own. So yeah, I think that's kind of the context. I have a pretty significant amount of honorable mentions um, that I couldn't fit in the top five. Do you want to do those right before our number one, maybe? Sure. Yeah. Okay, our our cool. honorable mentions. Yeah. Sick. Uh, okay. Well then let's, let's fucking get into it. Let's do it. Do you want to start with your number five or should I start with my number five? Uh, I can go. Okay, go. What's your number five? My number five is very fitting for the fifth spot because it is Madden Football 2005. 2005, wow. 2005. Hell yeah. You played Madden. I did not play Madden. I played a lot of Madden in high school. Yeah. A lot Why? of Madden. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, like, it's a fair question, I feel like. Like, what What about the football series did you like? I think my, I, I picked it up because my dad had bought it for himself. And I was like, sure. I'm bored. I'm going to play this sports game. And I yeah. had pretty much no interest in football before it. Mm-hmm. And, but Madden made me like football, which is sure. why yeah, this one that. definitely gets on the list. But what I liked about it is that it's, it is, football is unique in a way in that playing it in a virtual form feels kind of close i would think to playing it and like actually like being a coach in real life coach slash player because you get to choose the plays about it yeah Yeah. you get to choose the plays and it is like based off reaction and reading the defense Mm -hmm. right so you know everybody wants to be the quarterback so that is kind of a pretty good representation of what it's like to be a quarterback at least from a virtual perspective you know yeah yeah where you have to make quick decisions to read the defense and if you fuck up it could be disastrous yeah so each time you play each each down you do is pretty significant and it's kind of sure. nerve-wracking and you're really like beforehand going up like reading the defense calling audibles like being like oh the, that guy's there so that route's not going to be open so i'm going to put this guy over here i'm just going to do a different play altogether i'm going to do like a running play instead because like they're doing like a five deep cornerback set. And so like the middle is going to be wide open for a running play or something like that. So it definitely, I know, I know some of these words, it gets you, it just gets you to strategize in the same way yeah. that you like, it feels like you would if you were a player or a coach in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt like the, the controls were, were snappy responsive. Mm-hmm. You could definitely like make some pretty cool plays to farm spin moves uh, yeah. running catches and stuff like that um if you wanted to you could do like a create a character mode and like uh be a wide receiver and just like run routes and catch mm-hmm. catch passes and like not do anything else which is kind of cool mm-hmm. right or be the running back and be like i'm just going to be blocking for most of the game because i'm a rookie running back and that's kind of what i'm expected to do sure so it's it's fun in in that way as well that you can kind of role play a little bit before mm-hmm. those sports games got too far into into the role playing See yeah. my 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 rant about <laughs> NBA two K twenty one. Um two K twenty one. That was Dobby and the basketball ghoul. God. He's he is <laughs> cursed. He's a cursed being. But yeah, this game in particular is it it made it like a very cerebral 
experience as opposed yeah. to like a s- traditional sporting like physical experience which i thought was sure. interesting definitely sh- yeah. like showed me how like cerebral a game of football is you know strategy wise and i suspect probably more deep than like the 90s maddens where it's like just kind of a pretty rudimentary mm-hmm. simulation of football where like yeah you're not reading anything you're just sort of like playing a video game no like you're getting pretty close to what the actual playbooks are for the teams of course yeah. you can do like the ask madden or whatever it is where it just gives you like a three plays to choose from but you can yeah. go into like the whole playbook and just yeah. like choose whatever you want once you start mm-hmm. getting more comfortable with it which is pretty cool yeah. and making your own audibles and you know playing defense and you know playing as different defensive players like cornerback is a very different position to play than defensive lineman is different to play mm-hmm. than linebacker it's just it, it gives you a lot of different ways to experience the game and they all felt yeah. like they were done well nice i i sure do wish that there was like a story-driven football game like (laughs) i would love to play this game and get good at it but Mm -hmm. like i would love it if there was a little bit more push in me because i feel like a lot of sports games are kind of just like you like the sport so let's play it Mm. versus like give me friday night lights the video game sure like i want to be in this universe and like football is a part of that chase don't worry you're you're already there you were on you were on the team with me and uh sam and alan and James, Sanchez, this, and Jahan. What is this memory you're conjuring? I, I created all of you in this game at different positions and put us all Whoa. on the same team together. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow, so you got like a high school's uh, barrels worth of bros up in your game. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, of course, was the seven-foot-tall quarterback. Yeah, why not? True to life. <laughs> True to life for who I am. True to life. Just jumping over people. What position do I play? I out of think, curiosity i i, I biggest think boy you were a fullback i don't know what this means david it's like the really big running back maybe yeah. maybe you were the you were i don't remember what you were maybe you were the tight end i asked that question like i knew what any of the answers were gonna mean <laughs> i really don't would you have known anything besides wide receiver or running back or quarterback no <laughs> kicker i would have known kicker. but that's about it no i wouldn't make any of you guys the kicker that's mean thanks Sorry if anybody was a kicker out there. Um, hell yeah, that's that's a good one. But no, um, do, fun game, really good. Why why oh five? Is that just the one you had? That was the one that I really started to play the most on. Yeah, and that's the one I kind of remember having the most fun. I think oh five and oh six were the ones that I really played. Mm-hmm. After that, I think I kind of fell off because I'm like mm, the same game every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think those are the two that I that I really played a lot. Nice. So yeah, it's just because that was when I was playing these games. Sure. Reason why, really. I feel like usually when I hear like which like of the yearly sports games someone is really into, it has a lot to do with like if you're a total huge like sports nerd, then mm-hmm. whichever one is probably the most accurate and most fun. But like oftentimes it's like whichever one you played kind of first or like got into it first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know that there's like some stinkers every now and then, like a mm-hmm. couple of years where they just totally whiff it. But like other than that, usually it's sometime around the year that you started playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, most um, most definitely. That's just when you have yeah. the most time to play these games, sink into them. Probably. Yeah. What about you? What's your number five? My number five is Mario Tennis, David. Oh, for the, N- for God, the N64. So good. Mario Tennis was really, really good on the N64. They were like putting some special sauce on the N64 sports Mario uh, games. They really were. It was, it was tough, honestly, between this and Mario Golf Mm. for the N64 as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But tennis beat it out. I think because a, um, I don't, I'm not a huge tennis fan. I also don't totally know how to play the game, Mm -hmm. but 
I played Mario Tennis and I had like kind of an understanding of how to play tennis, similar to how you were talking about Madden. It's like, I don't know the ins and outs or the intricacies of this game at all, mm-hmm. but like I knew what the words meant and I knew like how to play it and like when serves were happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just fucking good. I feel like they really nailed the tennis in this they, one. They did. It was actually like a pretty good tennis game. Yeah, it felt pretty good. Like I remember playing a lot of it mm-hmm. it just had a lot of legs to keep playing and i i haven't played it recently but i would i suspect it will probably hold up quite well i played this game a lot in undergrad <laughs> yeah still holds up still pretty fun i think a lot of those games where they nail the mechanics of that stuff really early on is like still good so yeah i i don't have a lot of very cool thoughts to think about mario tennis but like i just loved it and played the ever-loving shit out of this game mm-hmm I I love how uh, Mario sports games have a uncanny ability to make me interested in things that I probably wouldn't be anyway. Like mm. this golf, I don't give a shit about golf, right? But like, I'll play every Mario golf game. <laughs> They're all fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the honorable mention, I will mention later, but uh, or I'll say now and we'll talk about it later. But uh, uh, golf story. I don't give a shit, but like because of the path mm-hmm. that Mario Golf tread, I was like, oh, I bet Golf Story is pretty fun. Yeah. I bet that's pretty good. Yeah, no, Golf Story was good. It was very good. So yeah, I I love that like era of Mario sports games. They had a lot of them, so it was it's just solid good stuff. arcade sports games. Again, I'm, I may be wrong about this, but it felt balanced enough. Like I felt like I could really go back and forth with somebody else and like it wouldn't feel like somebody's running away with it. You could have some competitions for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was, it was a good fucking sports game. I like Mario Tennis. Uh, what's your fourth, David? My fourth is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1. Mm, hell yeah. Uh, THPS 1, specifically. Yeah, that's the one that that's the one that just is the game of my heart. Yeah, You know, gotcha. like 2 is an excellent, excellent game, but 1's really yeah. got the levels that I remember and just like a part of my soul at this point. <laughs> yeah. But no, just, you know, going back and playing it, the game looks like mm-hmm. garbage butt at this point. Um, <laughs> but it's still, still when you were, when you were a young lad, made you feel like Tony, made you feel like Tone. <laughs> really did. It was just so made cool. Made you just feel to, like Tone. Made you feel like Tone. <laughs> huh? You were the Tone Zone. No, it was just, uh, the controls were just so good. Yeah. You know, that pretty much nothing else mattered every that just doing the tricks and making landing the combos just felt so fluid and easy yet difficult if you're really trying to do something impressive or crazy that it made it feel like yeah i was really finding my lines and choosing tricks and just having a good old time skating around breaking things i think we we talked about this a little bit when we talked about uh the remakes that came out Mm -hmm. this is last year i think yeah i don't know this year (laughs) it could have been this year david i have no fucking it came out in the time of covid and that's all yeah that's all kind of one clump of time as far as i'm concerned yeah Yeah. so uh yeah i like we talked about it a little bit then and i think what we said then stands about how this game nailed the the feel of it being an arcade game like Mm -hmm. it didn't take itself too seriously if like if you had put out skate before you had put out tony hawk like I don't know if as many people would have been into it. People have been like, Skate's what like, the fuck is this? It's kind of hard, right? Like, yeah. it's it's a difficult game, and it's hard to just land, like, an ollie for a little while. Mm-hmm. You fly into the fucking tone zone, <laughs> and you're doing 300s in, like, a couple of minutes. Like, Yeah, no problem. It makes you feel good and cool very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to do a flip, get your special meter high enough, and press these four Let's buttons, go. you're good. Yeah, yeah. It tells you how to do it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't have to fucking worry about it. You don't have to, like, figure it out too much. You just press up, down, A. Yeah, talking about a, fucking... a good combo. Yeah, seriously a good combo, yeah. Ooh, this guy's got some great ones. 
I love the sound that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater makes when you do mm-hmm. a, a, a cool trick. Yeah, the like, oh my God, feels very good. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. I, I also enjoy Tony Hawk. It's on my uh, honorable mention was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's a good one. It's, uh, I was trying to figure out which one of these I liked more. And I think it's hard for me to, to pull them apart enough. It's, it's pretty much between that and Tony Hawk's Underground. And I think mm. in the same way that Forza Motorsport is like, I think probably a better like game than Horizon for me. Mm. Horizon captures this like car culture and is just so enthused about it mm. in a way that Tony Hawk's Underground also captured a certain segment of like a skating population and marketed it. I suspect that it is probably not like this is not accurate right like tony hawk's pro skater is or tony hawk's underground is like not a real thing but Mm -hmm. the the sort of glamorized version of that culture i think is uh was really fun to experience as a young dude in the same way that like need for speed underground was fun or forza horizon is fun sure yeah in that it is unbridled enthusiasm for this part of the culture that like i said Mm -hmm. probably doesn't exist but like is is a very like heightened sense of it so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know which one of those would have been higher but regardless tony hawk's pro skater absolute bop great game um and skating's at the fucking olympics so sure is wrecked get wrecked uh i i went to there was a a a brewery around the corner for me Mm -hmm. that was um hosting a viewing of the women's skate competition at the olympics it was hosted hosted by girls who skate shouts out Uh and it was it was the fucking best like everybody there was just like totally enthused and stoked on skating and like watching all these a lot of like girls in the olympics like Mm -hmm. the the winner of the women's skateboarding competition was 13 she was 13 the youngest youngest female gold medalist of all time 13 13 where's she from it what country uh J- japan japan She's from japan damn japan got gold sick both both skateboarding competitions yeah which is like that's so cool that's cool <laughs> it's gotta feel so fucking good yeah did an american do any do well uh the one of the americans got fourth she was 34 so like quite a difference in her age 13 and 34 <laughs> God, a dude. full 21 years older than some of the people that feels so with. weird to lose to a 13 year old in an international competition at the highest I level would, <laughs> yeah i get it <laughs> I, I would also be kind of stoked like yeah this kid is so young and has such a Impressed, huge career like, ahead of you man. like <laughs> tough, tough yeah i mean like tough. the olympics are not a a sport for very very old or you know even regular old people like people in their 30s you mm-hmm. know we're just Sorry. we're just regular old people just regular humans now mm-hmm. can i tell you about my number four david yeah tell me it's nba street number one or two uh this is number four number four Oh, sorry. Which oh, NBA volume street? one or volume two? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think probably one. I think one I played more of. I think sure. two was probably a better game. Uh-huh. Like I remember that one being feeling a little bit better, mm-hmm. but I think one I put more time into. Similar to what you were saying about how Madden got you into football, NBA Street showed me that there are fun in sports that aren't just like, <laughs> I don't know, the, the weird culture around it. Sure. Again, I like I was just such a fucking indoor kid. Like. Mm. Mm-hmm. I thought that uh, sports were antithetical to my person um, because like all the people who were shitty to me at school were people who were really into sports. Yeah. And so like 
I was like, I don't think those are for me. But then NBA Street came along and it's like, hey, this isn't totally real, but like it is basketball. Mm -hmm. There is basketball being played here. Sure is. And it was just so much fucking fun Mm -hmm. and stylized how ridiculous this game was, but also felt cool. Like I felt cool playing NBA Street. Yeah. In like the kind of like I was saying before, like in the same way that like Need for Speed Underground made me feel cool. It's like this probably doesn't exist, especially because these people are jumping 30 feet in the air. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, jumping multiple times in the air yeah so it's impossible but Mm -hmm. it's just fucking good i enjoyed it it felt competitive like you were it was fun to play against other people in the computer if i remember correctly there's also like a career mode that was pretty fun maybe there's a career mode in the first one but the career mode was definitely the big draw in the second yeah it was definitely heightened it's possible that there was like an arcade mode in the first one too where you just like went through a bunch of different levels and fought people there there was definitely a create a character in the first one but i don't know if there Mm -hmm. was like an actual career but i i I don't i don't remember remember yeah a long time since i played that one yeah it was it was just really fun i loved how much the stats were tangible in this game like Mm -hmm. you could really feel a difference whenever you were like upping your speed or you know your power or something like that all of that felt really good i think you were you were playing the 21 correct yes i believe so and so like that that part of it i found like just incredibly easy to understand ones and twos yeah yeah ones and twos like just it's it's simple man like just give me give me the straight up and down game i was always frustrated whenever i played an actual nba game and i stood in front of the fucking hoop and put my hand up and they're like hey you're breaking the rules Mm -hmm. guys just let me play the fucking sports (laughs) i want to play the sport where i can jump and catch the ball yeah they're like, no, that's goaltending. I don't know. When you, yeah, when you, when you go up and block it and it's coming down from the top of its arc of the shot. Correct. Yes. Guys, I'm 10. I don't understand this. <laughs> Just like either let me hit the ball or don't. Let me live. And NBA Street was like, we got you. Like anything you do in this game is fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that. The specials were also very good in a very Tony Hawk pro skater way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the like just ridiculous combos. If I remember correctly, like all the music cuts out <laughs> and it like yeah. goes into goes, this like almost oh, black and white. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you score like a huge dunk or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was in the first one or the second one, but there was a, a way to like end the game by breaking the hoop, mm-hmm. which always felt just incredible so good as a way to end the game so good just absolutely disrespectful to the person you're playing against mm-hmm. but like so much fun mm-hmm. yeah love love nba street it, it made me enjoy basketball in a way that i did not before that oh yeah nice what's your uh what's your number three my number three is yes. nba street volume two let's fucking go <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah i mean also a good video game yeah no excellent uh i think i just improved upon the first one in mm-hmm. almost every way um and then had just a surprisingly deep story mode where yeah. you create your character and you go to the different parks and you like have to be like the best teams in the park and you get to choose like a player to bring onto your team Mm -hmm. as you start off with just like the local squad and you just built up to having nba players and then nba legends and then like the street baller legends on their team stretch he's always the coolest to have stretch on your team he's just a baller (laughs) yeah and then you just had a really nice kind of like rpg progression of skills that you would be able to Mm -hmm. to level up just felt like a very nice progression of of how to evolve as a player yeah yeah for sure you know you've just in any of these games you just essentially make steph curry the as a as a character you know just crazy <laughs> handles and drain threes on people and then that's that's just always <laughs> that's been my game, that's yeah. always been my mo uh, little did i know i was just playing nba 2.0 basketball 
so no it was just ah, so good and the art style was just refined it was really good in the second um, one yeah the music was so good oh the jazzy jazz music my god <laughs> oh my god yeah you're right the, you're right that this the the style of the game was really good i feel like they really leaned into it being like this bright and flashy very bright game yeah in the second one the first one was a little bit was kind of dark yeah it's a little grungy yeah it was like, a little grungy like definitely went more street as opposed to like arcadey if that yeah. makes sense and they realized no just just go full colors i think that that like has aged a lot better mm-hmm. like the first one's gonna look like gears of war but with a basketball whereas like <laughs> the second one looks like yeah this kind of like arcadey almost cartoonish yeah um kind of game yeah proportions are all very lanky which i like just found very fun mm-hmm. yeah i mean like i i in talking about this i think this is probably the better video game and has probably aged better mm-hmm. like of the two i think it's the the one that if somebody's like hey i've heard of this video game series nba street which which one should i play probably volume two yeah it's just deeper it has more yeah. more teams to play with and i think it has WNBA players which are fun to play with mm-hmm. yeah it's just a great just oh man great game i loved all the like nba legends that they included like larry bird being in the game was just a fucking joy larry all the nba legends in the game and how they would tell yeah. you their their nickname as well loved um, it wasn't dr j in there too dr j was in there wilt chamberlain yeah. was in there i think like i think all the biggest like nba stars were in there pete maravich i think was in there it was like a deep cut for for a yeah. game like that too it was like reviewed pretty well too at the time like i think street too was like people were like hot on that mm-hmm. it, rightfully so um can you tell about my third one yeah go for it it's ssx tricky david Ooh. the snowboarding game good one it's a good pick i typically like snowboarding games i feel mm-hmm. like it's a pretty fun series like 1080 was good I like snowboarding kids on n64 ssx was like always a big one and so like yeah I, so the first ssx was good it was like i think if not a PS2 launch title around then, like it was early in the PS2's like life cycle. Mm -hmm. And it was a really good proof of concept and like clearly showed like, this is fun. This is a fun snowboarding game. Um, But Tricky was like, no, we're, we're going to like just dunk on this whole series. It, is similar to what you were saying about uh mb or uh tony hawks pro skater is that it arc arcadified this kind of game like i think as as wild as 1080 was like a lot of it was like these are tricks somebody could maybe do Mm -hmm. at like the highest level of play ssx tricky was like no, we're going to give you a boost and then you're going to go off a jump and like fly like <laughs> hundreds of feet in the air. You're going to do something and land crazy. It. Yeah. Like this is an unreal thing. Mm-hmm. But God, just the game feel was so phenomenal. It's like good. it controlled really well. It was really tight. Like you never felt like you were just kind of floating around. Like snowboarding games are hard to do because there is a lot of just like momentum that you have on the hill. And so like it's hard to make that feel good. Because if you made it feel realistic, it's probably just kind of like falling, but mm-hmm. gracefully. Whereas SSX Tricky, you felt in control most of the time. Despite the fact you were going downhill, it was still like, this is, I'm, I'm rocking it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just super fun in the same way that the NBA Street Volume 2 was stylized. SSX Tricky was stylized as fuck. Really bright colors, really mm-hmm. like flashy mm-hmm. characters and levels and all sorts of shit. Made it feel like competition in the same way. Like it's always these nutty announcers going out in the background talking about you like how this race is yeah. yeah so someone yeah, who sounds really... unhinged like hasn't slept in two days <laughs> and is only awake because they did a lot of coke or something you know or just their sheer enthusiasm for the sport that is currently being played like, <laughs> their love for the sport is their drug yeah. <laughs> so 
yeah, it, it was just such a good game. I, I think I probably mentioned this before, but I love in these SSX games, and I think it started here where when you go off of a jump, there's a lot of music being played at any given moment of this game. Um, but in SSX Tricky, what would happen is that you would go off a jump that would be quite high in the air and the music would sort of like cut out. And all you could really hear was like the wind going by you. Mm -hmm. And it would just like essentially simulate you being up 100 feet in the air and feeling like you are so high up. And then when you landed, the music would snap back in all at the same time. Kanye pets in. Can we get much higher? (laughs) Anyway, it was just really fucking good. I I, I think I, I most of the sports games that I enjoy set out to hit a certain vibe. I think a lot of the time. And I think that's what I enjoy. Um, that's just kind of what you enjoy in video games though isn't it i mean certainly that but i think like (laughs) because a sports game is so repetitive and you're oftentimes doing levels multiple times like Mm -hmm. i would like it to feel good to exist in this place yeah mario tennis does that uh nba street does that ssx tricky does that the next two also do that Ooh, all right yeah it just it, it felt good to do a cool snowboarding trick oh yeah do you want to tell me about your number two yeah i do NBA 2K11. Ooh, okay. Hell yeah. Return of the simulation sports games. Return of the simulation sports games. Also, my God. Look how they've massacred my boy. (laughs) Truly. This is a a Harvey Dent, you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain type of moment. Because, my God, dude, this game was so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played so much of this game when it came out. I'd been playing the 2K games. I started getting into them like 2K8 or 2K9, I think, Mm -hmm. and really liked them. But then 2K11 took it up another notch because, Chase, you could be Michael Jeffrey Jordan in this game. And you could relive his greatest moments. That's cool. And they would give him specific stat boosts to relive these moments. So you could be Michael Jeffrey <laughs> Jordan doing these amazing things. You could be Michael Jordan when he goes Super Saiyan and Michael, beats Frieza. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, Chase, please. <laughs> give him give him his full name. MJJ. Okay. Uh, Michael, Michael Goku Jordan. Michael Goku Jordan. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, I also think that this game really nailed the simulation of the game very well, mm-hmm. right? I think it's gotten a little streamlined in recent ones, and it makes mm-hmm. me feel like I don't have as much control over the characters. Sure. Uh, in this one, everything felt very precise. Like, I knew exactly what I was doing at all times, like for dribble moves, for shooting, for layups, for dunks, three-pointers, mm-hmm. anything like that. And it probably had the best career mode out, out of all of these because it just so. it just kept it simple. Didn't have all these cu- crazy cutscenes. Maybe like a couple for like for for just like shits and giggles, but it didn't yeah. like make you a character. It just let you be you instead of this yeah. other person who looked like you doing these things. That's like that's oh, just not like acting differently. Yeah, yeah, it's just like that's not that's not me. That's not what I would do. But mm-hmm. they're like forcing my career to be this guy's career. That this this yeah. character that they have written. Whereas this one's just like just do what you want to do. Just do your thing. Mm-hmm. It's you. Yeah. So it just led to some really great. Really great moments in video games for me, like when I, hell yeah, when I beat the the Houston Rockets down three games to zero in the playoffs, <laughs> came back and I hit the game winning shot in game seven hell for yeah. three, and then beat LeBron James's Miami Heat once again, hit the game winner over Ooh, LeBron, hell yeah, at the nice. end of the game. Definitely <laughs> saved that replay to my Xbox hard drive that's still out there somewhere floating around. But no, I I think just in the if 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 a sports games goal is to make you feel like you are the star player on the team Mm -hmm. and that you are earning that 
reputation by getting better and getting better stats yeah um then this game more than any other i think nails it Mm -hmm. so hard like really makes you feel like you are progressing in a fair way yeah but that the way that you're progressing is you know it's challenging you know it does challenge you to get to try to get better Mm -hmm. right and you'll get your ass handed to your some games but then you just go into the gym become a gym rat you work hard you get the stat points that don't cost extra money on the game on top of the game and you don't have to watch yeah. ads or be a beat salesman or anything like that you just play ball sure. you're just a ball player god just post up just post up just, shit, just go hit, hard in hit, the paint. hit the game winner over lebron it's great but yeah that's a that's a fantastic game that's cool it's it's interesting hearing about how uh the farther it went away from narrative the more that it felt good to you yeah, I thought I thought I wanted more narrative, but I, I I think they went too far. They went too far with it. Yeah, I played a little bit of one of the 2K games. I don't remember which one it was, but you're right that like you create a character, you see them in these situations, and you're like, man, this guy kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, this isn't yeah. this isn't who I imagined. It's just like it's called my career, but it's really not. Yeah, it's like just some person that they've given voice <laughs> to, and I don't think that works quite as well. You're right. It's like the the difference between like the main character in Half-Life is something gordon gordon freeman gordon freeman how he is a unvoiced character and you can sort of hyperimpose yourself onto whoever that is yeah, like yeah exactly. you can hyperimpose your experience onto it versus like a a poorly voice acted character in another game like uh gordon freeman could have been a bad character if he like was voice acted by somebody terrible and like yeah. they did a terrible job yeah but instead you just got like fucking alex vance's voice actor or actress killing it and so like that's fine mm-hmm and so I, I wonder if they just haven't hit it yet. I would love a basketball game via uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses mm. where uh, maybe you don't play Byleth, the basketball star. Mm-hmm. You play any of them really, but uh, you can like between games just go like hang out with each other and talk to them. And like sure. you, you get this uh, cast of characters, you get an ensemble mm. of the whole team rather than like create one character and that's your dude. And then they have, you know, well-written characters. And so uh-huh. you're just on a basketball team, but there's good shit happening. Are you, are you trying to date some of these characters, Chase? Maybe if it's an option, mm. if they give me an option, maybe if it's well-written, if it's Garrus Vicarian, if it's Garius Vicarian, the basketball NBA star, <laughs> Garius Vicarian, <laughs> he is going to be my romance yes i just felt like you there's so much room like a basketball team is literally an ensemble Mm -hmm. just make a good set of characters and let me play some of them i want so badly for the game to open up and me be playing the quarterback no me be playing at nighttime as like one of these characters (laughs) just like shooting hoops at what my at my like local park or something i mean you could still be the quarterback i could be the quarterback and the point guard Um, it's it's my fantasy damn it yeah uh exactly and you can like just learn how to play the game in this like kind of darkly lit and it's like, oh, I'll never get out of this fucking town or whatever. Or like, it's always been my dream to be a fucking basketball star. And it like makes you like meet all these people. Maybe you get divine pulse, the ability to turn back time. Divine pulse? As, <laughs> it's a mechanic in uh, Fire Emblem. I was about to say, did you just make this up? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. No, you, you get divine pulse in basketball. You can go and replay a play real quick. Why not? I'm just saying we need to J- JRPGify our basketball I mean, video I think games. there's an anime based on basketball. There so is. It's, you just, it's pretty good. You just got to bring that into a video game is all it is. <laughs> yeah. That point, right? My number two is related. Can I tell you what yeah, my number two is? It. It's NBA Jam. Ooh. <laughs> good Strawberry. video game. 
<laughs> this one is less so like I was pretty young when NBA Jam came out. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is more from me playing NBA Jam since then. This game is really, really fun. Oh, yeah. I get why this was like on literally like pun intended on fire mm-hmm. for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really fun basketball game. I think in the same way that NBA Street is, it is stripped down basketball like there is it is light years less complex than real basketball is but mm-hmm. my god is it fun yeah it's i i have a hard time saying anything else other than that because that is what every part of the game is serving it's fun it's fun yeah the way you move that like how you score Boom, the dunking. oh my god it's just so the sound design mm-hmm. everything like any time that there is an arcade, I will poke my head in to see if NBA Jam is in there. <laughs> I gotta play a little bit. Uh-huh. Gotta drain a couple of quarters in there. Who's your team? I mean, like I'm stupid. Like I'll go play with the fucking Bulls, man. Yeah. Like it's it, they're really good in that game. Mm-hmm. If I'm trying to be a hometown hero, then like the Kings. But like oh, they're gonna be so they're gonna be so bad in that one. <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be bad, especially in NBA Jam. This was nowhere near where they were like a good team. You can do turn of the century games and that's about it. If you want to play as a good Kings team <laughs> or just feel good about yourself as a Kings fan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it's always going to be, right? I don't, I don't have a lot of like really cool things to say about NBA jam. I just think it's like a really fun video game and like wasn't the thing that led me into basketball, but I think is a phenomenal example of game design that lasts a long time. Mm-hmm. I think points towards arcade games as being something that just like really last a while because they are so attached to the idea of trying to make a game fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like that is all they're trying to do in such little bite sized things. Mm -hmm. I think that there's, as we've said before, there's this back and forth of like, you want to make an arcade game super duper fun, but also you got to drain some quarters into it to play it. And I think that NBA jam hits a really nice balance where like, it's you feel like you got your quarters worth whenever you play sure. around that game totally rather than like you know rampage where it's like this is a really fun game but why did i get killed so easily just now need more scrolla baby give me more quarters mm-hmm. versus like jam you can just get around it and be like hell yeah that was really really good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah nba jam it's my number two okay yeah. do we want to go over some honorable mentions before we get to number one which i suspect is the same thing yeah i think so we'll have, we'll have a count on yeah, number one i think so yeah i'll put down i'll put down my my honorable mentions i'll just go through them quickly yeah sure uh golf story talked about yeah. that one nba jam it's really good yep nba street one yep skate skate yeah really good one. mario tennis yep tony hawks underground mm-hmm. and rocket league yeah i saw rocket league pop up, pop up on a lot of people's lists yeah no that's that's a really good game yeah really good game you just gotta you just gotta find some people to play with when you're sure. first starting out otherwise it's gonna go poorly for you and turn off all the chat <laughs> options otherwise it's gonna go poorly for you <laughs> yeah you don't want to you don't want to hear any of this. from your team and the opponents <laughs> <laughs> what a save yeah what oh um, god Jahan does that so much he's such a bad he's a bad manners boy in that game it's it's pretty funny to watch but like oh, damn god chill out chill out yep. dude it's just a game. game. Why do you have to be mad? <laughs> so honorable mentions for me. Um, I don't know which year it was, but like the NHL game circa like 2012 to 2014 were, were all really. F- yeah, that was really fun. Um, that was, I think, specifically because uh, my cousin Jazz was really into them at the time. and was like, hey, do you want to play this with me? And I was like, I, yeah, fuck yeah. I don't know how to play this, but we can do this. Mm-hmm. He was really into hockey. And so I think that just sort of like by proxy got me into it. And so, yeah, that was another situation of like, I don't know how to play this game, either hockey nor the video game. But I think like you were saying with Rocket League, having somebody else who does know how to play it is like a huge help. Yeah. You can get to the part where you're playing better, faster. And those games are just really fun. Like it's it's a great simulation of that that sport. 
Mm-hmm. Another honorable mention, like I was saying before, golf story for sure. Yeah, it's fucking good. I can't wait for sports story. Like I can't see. I can't wait I'm to see what they it. do next. Yeah. I don't know why I don't pl- replay golf story. I should just fucking do that. It's been a long time. It's a fun one. It drags a little bit yeah. in the middle, but it's good. Yeah, for sure. Um, what the golf that came out, I think a year or two ago. Mm. Also another phenomenal game. That was a mobile um, game. It is. Uh, You're talking about this one the other golf- day. I think so. It's uh, maybe. No, I was talking about. Uh, uh, oh, God. Clap hands golf. Clap hands golf is a little bit different. What the golf is a game that is a golf game for one level. And then it like immediately turns it on its head. And it's like you swing your putt the second round and it like throws the the club instead of the ball and oh. so like it, you're trying to get your club into it and then the next time you're a person and you swing your club back and hurdle it and your person goes flying over Whoa. into the hole like it's it it's just a game that is constantly surprising you it's just it's fucking great all right tony hawks skater was on mine uh mm-hmm. nfl blitz was on mine that was like one. this is not football but i like this part of football mm-hmm. game def jam fight for new york david we're gonna count that as like a wrestling <sighs> fighting game yeah yeah, most Hell definitely. Yeah. Def Jam. Love that game. Love that game. All right. All right. So ridiculous. So many famous rappers. <laughs> so <laughs> silly <laughs> that they got everybody in there. Yeah, it was fucking great. Uh, the Ready to Rumble boxing series was really good. I, I uh, played a lot of the first one on Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. The theme song is forever stuck in my head. There's like, they sample the like dude at the beginning of boxing matches, the let's get ready to rumble dude. Mm-hmm. And they like made a song around that. It's fucking ridiculous. All right. Love that game. It was like just hyper stylized. Yeah. Fun as hell. Yeah, um, yeah. And also the uh, fight night games that were coming out for a little while sure i found those like pretty good actually like they they were reviewed well i never played any of them yeah i i was into it like i'm not somebody who's into like real life fighting find it kind of a bummer Mm -hmm. of a sport like just these people beating the ever-loving shit out of each other but like much more enjoyable as a video game like I don't feel terrible about that happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, the control scheme that they mapped on that one was really good. Like you had to use, you were like, I, th- I can't remember if it was both arms or not, but I think both arms were mapped to either control stick. And so like to do an uppercut, you would like use like your left control stick and just do down up and it will do that. Or like, you know, side punches will like kind of do your like quarter circle thing. Mm-hmm. And so like it ended up playing, you, you kind of felt a little bit more like viscerally the the sensation of like throwing punches. And I thought that was like just a really interesting way to twist the game rather than just like X is your punch. A is your good punch. Triangle is your fucking, you know, your gut punch or anything like that. It was just a a lot more in depth. And so I found that really good. And the last one of my honorable mentions is Blazeball. Because what the fuck is fucking Blazeball, man? Blazeball, baby. This game is so ridiculous. I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Blitzball? <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about it. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, honorable mention, just calling out Blitzball in Final Fantasy X. Yeah. You only play it for a little bit, uh-huh. but like, sure is cool. Yeah, Got sure the vibe cool. down. <laughs> the uh, but no, Blazeball is really cool. Um, I'm sure that some of the people listening to this don't know what the fuck that is. It's like this online uh, simulation of initially baseball and like you would uh, essentially the game how the game works is it a text-based simulation so you just like log on whenever they're playing a game and there's like a text readout mm-hmm. of what's happening which seems like an incredibly boring way to enjoy this game um but almost immediately after they started doing this they they essentially have like 
I assume, uh, simulations that are sort of like crunching numbers behind the scenes to see how these games play out. Mm -hmm. But uh, very quickly after that, they started just like turning every rule in baseball on its head. And like there are narrative twists that are coming that I'd like or or that have happened that are just so much fucking fun. Yeah. All the teams are really, really great. And they all you like essentially choose like I want to support this team and I can only bet on like, you know, this this team uh, winning or losing. You get like coins that mean nothing. They essentially affect your ability ability to vote on certain things Mm -hmm. like what rules you want to see in the next season or whatever there's a lot of like cosmic horror shit that happens like sometimes like a meteor will hit the fucking the baseball field and everybody dies and they have to draft like an entirely new (laughs) team or anything Uh the the teams themselves are phenomenal the hawaii fridays are a really fun group of people that i like really enjoy paying attention to okay there's uh like a, a a group of or a team of like demons essentially which are really the fun demon team the hellmouth sunbeams R- love those folks health sunbeams <laughs> um let's see <laughs> looks like there's a new team called the atlantis georgias huh which i presume are like mer people or mer something people not to mention there's like a bunch of like players that you can track uh, oh my god i really have not pl- like been paying attention there <laughs> under the team name for the kansas city breath mints uh, there is a lineup, a lineup of normal people. There's a rotation, and then there's also a section called shadows. <laughs> I have no idea what that shadows. means. Interesting. For example, Trinity Roke. Trinity Roke is a lineup player in the shadows for the Kansas City Breathmints and has been with the team since season 18, day 70. Okay, what the fuck is a shadow? The Shadows were first named during Season 6 elections when Mike Townsend of the Seattle Garages and Donia Bailey of the Houston Spies retreated to the Shadows as a consequence of blessings due to Jalen Hotdogfinger's resurrection and Evelyn McBlaze II joining the Spies roster respectively. What the fuck? The shadows were unviewable by the site by normal means until season 12 when concessions became available for purchase. Fans then became able to view the shadows of their favorite team by purchasing an apple. <laughs> so weird. Oh my god. I love I love this. Like it's just it's so fucking funny and like incredible. And like this, it's, it is interesting in the way that like procedural games like this are fun. Uh-huh. Like I just, ha- I have no idea what's going to happen because they're constantly changing it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, baseball's fucking cool. Cool. Let's talk about our number ones, David, because I think they're the same thing. On three? Yeah. One, One two, two, three. three. Wii Sports. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking Wii Sports. It had to be Wii Sports, yeah. David. It's in the, it's right there in the name. It's Wii Sports. Sports. It is the sports for the Wii. Oh, this man, game rules. greatest free game of all time. This game fucking rules unquestionably. I have like, I feel like not caveats, but like I have to give reasons. I feel like why all of the other games are like on my list. I feel like I don't have to give a single fucking reason for Wii Sports. Anybody who <laughs> plays that has played this game knows exactly why it is good. This game is so engaging that they use it for rehab, for physical yeah. rehab. They use this. I, I get it. Like... It gets people it, it moving, gets sense, people yeah. engaged. In a way that like other motion controlled games I will set down eventually because I'm like, oof, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. No. We sports, I gotta I gotta I box play through this the person. Pain. I have play through the pain. You literally have. Didn't you fuck up your elbow by playing too yeah. much tennis or something? I got a tennis elbow from Wii Sports. <laughs> when I was a little chubby kid playing this game and I just didn't know how to use my body. I can't stop father. I can't stop. I must playing. be the best. That's the most physical activity I ever gotten. <laughs> 
So it is both good on the control level. Every one of these games feels good to control. They are so responsive and so snappy in a way that you like really want them to be. Mm-hmm. They this was also the first time that you could use your Mies in a video game, and also Mies were like a new thing yeah. that had just come out. Yeah, Mies were like that was how we want to do this, and then you play Wii Sports. You're like, mm, no, I got to make I get it. everybody a me. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to reconstruct your society. Yeah, I need with Wii. I need Mies. Shaq. I need Jables. I need President. <laughs> I need everybody as a, I need as a me. Literally every person I've met up to this point. Yeah, it's it was fucking good. So all of that said, like, I I almost don't want to talk about the impact of this game just because it's like so ubiquitous. But I feel like that's part of why this game is so important. I don't know. Like, it may be backwards. It may be that it was so ubiquitous because it was just such an appealing game. Sure. Like, if you see one person playing tennis and Wii Sports, you're like, I would like to play mm-hmm. as well. I would like to see what this is about. It's just so low risk. It seems yeah. so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just seeing people fucking slamming dingers across the, the net. Slamming like, dingers. <laughs> it seems fun. So like it it is immediately both enjoyable and I think probably for the reasons that like even your grandma had one. It's so understandable what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Because it's it's just mimicking sports motions. Yeah. Like the the most complicated thing in the game is you have to release B when you're done holding your your bowling ball. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's that's the hardest part. The rest of it's like, I know what a punch looks like. I'm just going to do this mm-hmm. to like punch people in boxing. I know what holding the baseball uh, bat feels like. I know what that tennis racket feels like, like all this shit. Like it's it's easy. Yeah. You can you understand immediately what to do. It really made me a believer in the Wii technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I first played it. And then I played Red Steel and I'm like, hmm, there's still a little bit to go. <laughs> Maybe. But then I went back not. to Wii Sports. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. So buttery smooth. It feels smooth. really good. Yeah. They they like clearly worked on it for just ever yeah. to make it feel yeah. really nice. Yeah, honestly. What's your what was your what was your game? What was your favorite game in there? Probably the one I played the most was the tennis. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed like a good tennis a, game, to be honest. There was a little bit of like ladder climbing too with tennis. Like you, you started playing harder people. Yeah, because you you upgrade your skill level in the game, and then it matches you. Yeah, right. Yep. Each time you win, or how much you win by, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that always felt good. Um, it did. But it was that. It was bowling, and it was um, baseball were my favorites. Baseball was good. Um, golf was pretty good too definitely would mess with golf i think they had, there was yeah. archery in that one or was that sports resort that was sports resort yeah basketball i don't think so i think the only other uh, only other one was uh boxing yeah not not to mention the absolutely ubiquitous wii sports soundtrack david so good burned burned into my memory <laughs> absolute bop it felt like a sports future that i wanted to be a part of david it did <laughs> A sports future that I can thrive in. They were all so good. I think boxing was my least favorite because it seemed like it was just punching and that was it. It was of the five kind of shallow yeah. comparatively. Um, still played the ever loving hell out of it. It's true. Yeah, it had to. It had to be Wii Sports, dude. Like, there's no, there's no other answer in here that makes any sense. Yeah. Sorry, um, sorry, hardcore sports heads. Sorry, all you FIFA boys. Sorry, FIFA it boys. couldn't have been that. It had to be Wii Sports. Yeah, what else to say about fucking Wii Sports, man? You've played this video game. Anybody listening to this, I'm sure, has played Wii Sports. Like, 
It's a pretty fair guesstimate. It's, you know why this game is good. Yeah, everyone knows why this game is good. It is the ultimate pick-up-and-play game. Anyone can do it. Everyone has yeah. fun doing it. And it's surprisingly deep if you want to get good at some of these games. Like, try to bowl mm-hmm. 300. It ain't easy. No, it isn't. Do you have, like, a favorite Wii Sports memory? Like, a time that really stands out? I think just when it came out, just playing it with all the homies who came over. Just yeah. taking turns. Playing each other in tennis trying to strike out your buddy in, in baseball, hitting a homer off your buddy, and then lapping yep. around him in real life as your me goes around the bases in, in the game. <laughs> Is this me? Are you talking about I me? I don't know. I think I might have done it to Alan. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe you too. I don't know. This guy could be a head shithead sometimes. <laughs> we're in high school. Yeah. That's what, what, that's, that's what high school is for. I feel like uh, the week came out in November, I think, of that year. Or somewhere around there. Quite a few, I feel like, Christmas uh, Wii Sports games played. Like, Oh, yeah. Nobody was going anywhere at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was situated in the place that they were. And so, like, you know, you'd have friends over on, like, you know, the 22nd or the thir- 23rd of December. And everybody would crowd around and play Wii Sports. Oh, yeah. Love that. Get the stink going. Just such, such cold, nice memories mm-hmm. in Sacramento. Like, it's just fucking frigid outside. And you're slamming dingers with you and your buddies. Slamming dingers. <laughs> exactly that's what they say yeah yeah that is what they say in tennis baseball boxing slamming dingers golf slamming dingers (laughs) i do one thing on one thing only slam dangers it's it's it had to be we sports i dang i dang slammers (laughs) cool let's let's close this one out yeah Twitter <laughs> at, we, we at, at optimism. We are. Tweet us. Tell <laughs> us. Tell us your favorite sports games. Um. Would well, you agree with our list? Do you disagree with our list? What are your feelings and opinions and thoughts and disease, desires and needs and wants? Please let us you know. So mad about us being on Twitter. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. Slams hand. We're there because we have to be. Um, <laughs> Just here so I don't get fun. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> you can email us too if you want to do something more than 140 characters. Oh, what is the limit now? Is it more than 140? 280. 280. I think. If you want to do more do than 280 characters, you email us at vgpodcast@gmail.com. Yeah. No limits on text no and an email. Limits I think. in there. Just your your heart. Is the only limitation. Yeah, just how deep do how how deep is your love? Yeah. Um, if you really want to help us out, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you want, you can also like subscribe to the cast on whatever channel you use, if that's a thing you can yeah. do, or you know, just 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 do whatever we'll do whatever you want, or, or not. Who knows? What do what you do what you think. <laughs> do your thing. Um uh if you really, really want to help us out, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what does it mean? doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean <laughs> if anything. you want to help us out we love you yeah let me finish your thought if you want to help us out a lot you can tell your gamer bud about um this podcast oh yeah say, that hey, one I too you would like that <laughs> you skipped right over it your brain <laughs> went i am through with this thought i would like to be done we're two hours <laughs> into the cast chase i can't <laughs> it's expect true. to it's be perfect right now <laughs> so um yeah uh if you want to show it to your buddy also what david was saying before thanks for listening we love you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spending your time with us. It's great. It's phenomenal. Very, very happy to have you here. We love you and support you. Mm-hmm.
You skipped like a minute of text in there. There was a lot of stuff. It wasn't that much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chase, um, do you have any video game wisdom for us this week? Play Wii Sports. Yeah. If you haven't already. Yeah. If you have played Weed, weed Sports. If you have. <laughs> weed, hmm. weed Sports. If you have played Weed Sports, then you should also perhaps consider playing one of the other games we talked about. Don't play sports on weeds, kid. It's dangerous. Oh, weeds. I thought you said we, because like I like you can just put the strap on your wrist. Like that's a it's not that dangerous. Just strap it up. Just strap it up. Just don't yeet your Wiimote at your fucking TV, man. Yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> All those videos of people doing it, I feel like they're gonna age like the videos of um people like watching the first moving picture of like the train coming through don't the jump like, out of the theater. don't jump out of your seat oh it's coming it's, it's coming right for us yeah. like all these people just like i'm playing tennis and then throwing their fucking <laughs> weebo the television i understand <laughs> those a lot more after that those like early reports of people watching that, that train coming in <laughs> it, just like it's yeah. just the really silly people in the audience who fell for that but you still gotta, you still gotta put the warning. But there's up. still some people in there, yeah. <laughs> put the warning up. Anyway, yeah, play play a Wii Sports. It's a good video game. That's the hottest take of 2021. Wii Sports, good game. Good game. Only has a C plus on review aggregators. What? People slammed it. Listen, thi- <laughs> wow. Listen, <laughs> this is not the point of our podcast. Those those people were wrong. <laughs> Objectively. <laughs> history has judged them poorly that it's just wrong yeah it is the incorrect opinion we have never said that before and i don't think i ever will again if you if you think we sports is a bad game you can you can take a hike <laughs> you can go kick rocks we are all out of podtimism it's two minutes in what has happened to time david <laughs> two did i say two minutes you said two minutes it's two hours in on? my brain is fried It's gotten so hot in the chamber. Well, goodbye. (laughs) Have a beautiful week and a lovely weekend to all you weed (laughs) strippers. Weed sports, baby. Bye.